Welcome to Don't Eat Your Young, a podcast where you will hear nurses just like you tell their stories of bullying, burnout, resiliency, courage, confidence, and success. I'm your host, Beth Quass. Today we have Casey Lamp. She's an RN from the Seattle area that's been fighting to care for patients throughout the pandemic. She will talk about her experiences in this stressful time and what it's like being on the front line. Casey will also reflect on her own burnout and how she worked through that period in her life. Please welcome Casey Lamp to the show. Welcome, Casey. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited that you're here. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I grew up in Denver, Colorado, and I have always wanted to be a nurse ever since I was a little girl. So it took a while for me to get there, but finally I did. Um, I've now been nursing for about 20, almost 20 years. And I started out as an army nurse. I did that for about six years and then moved out here to the Washington area with my family. And we've been out here ever since. And what do you do now? Uh, now I work in the critical care unit uh, as a staff nurse. Um, I'm also on a rapid response team, and uh, I've just loved doing the critical care area. How How is it going for you with COVID and everything? Uh, well, we've definitely seen a bump recently, which was always expected. I do feel like, you know, the patients are a little bit sicker. And the staff overall is handling it pretty well. Now that we have some systems in place to help manage everything, I feel like it's a lot better. Although staffing is still pretty short for us. So that I think causes a lot of stress amongst um, my nurses anyway. Has it has the staffing changed since COVID or were you always short staffed? I feel like we've always been short staffed, but more so since COVID because it takes so much more manpower to take care of a COVID patient that it takes up a lot of the staff that we do have. And then if we want helpers and runners, you know, we won't really have opportunities for that type of staff unless the government decides to you know, shut down surgeries and whatnot, and then we can get some ancillary staff to help. Otherwise, it's just us. That has to be hard. Have you seen nurses burning out more? Are they more anxious? I do feel like nurses are a little bit more anxious just because, you know, the fear of the unknown and not knowing what to expect this round. I do see that. And I see, I feel like I see a lot of anxiety too ever since the first, you know, bit of COVID, Um, as things started to slow down, we expected our, you know, jobs kind of to slow down a little bit too, but they never really did. We started seeing sicker patients. So patients that didn't come into the emergency room because of COVID. And so they've been having chest pain for a month and, you know, they end up not doing well. Or a lot of younger people too coming in with various clots and heart attacks and strokes that we've never seen before. So that's definitely an added stressor for us. Have you seen nurses leaving the unit because of the increased stress? I feel like there's been a couple um, oftentimes, though, 
people have been in school, so they're moving on to become nurse practitioners, but there's definitely been a handful of people who have left either because it is stressful, you know, they've gone to work in the PACU or, you know, an outpatient surgery area because it is demanding and it just weighs down on you. How are you dealing with your own stress? Because we all have to feel it, right? Yeah, we do. Uh, I'm I'm feeling pretty good, actually. I feel like I feel like I have a pretty good mindset, and so even though I do experience times of you know stress and doubt, and you know feeling guilty that I haven't been able to take care of a patient as well as I've wanted to, I've been able to do you know some mind work with that and not get burned out with COVID. Do you, do you pick up extra shifts? Do you see other nurses working a whole lot more than their FTE? I feel like there are a handful of nurses who will continuously pick up. You know, some nurses do not. I personally, during COVID, I would pick up maybe two extra shifts a month, um, 12-hour shifts, uh, which was helpful. And But still, I was able to keep a good head about it and not get burnt out with that. Because I'm I'm sure they go hand in hand, you know, picking up extra shifts, we're already stressed out, and then picking up above and beyond. Do you think people are feeling guilt, you know, for leaving their coworkers there, and that's why they pick up extra? I do. I was, um, talk. I've talked to a couple of nurses about that, and they almost feel like this pressure that they have to help staff the unit when we're short and they have such compassion for their coworkers that they do pick up. Uh, fortunately, I haven't seen those nurses burn out yet. Um, so that's great. That is great. <laughs> but, you know, wanting to help prevent that because I feel like with nursing, there's always going to be that burnout roller coaster. You know, all of us are going to experience it at different times. I don't think it's 100% inevitable, but, you know, we all kind of have that breaking point. So I think working on the prevention of that, just like prevention of healthcare too. Absolutely. Is important. Have you, so we always talk about in nursing, you know, nurses eat their young. Have you seen an increase in bullying or have you noticed the opposite of more teamwork? I feel like I've seen a little bit of both, you know, as people get a little more, you know, jaded towards things and, you know, dealing with their own stuff at home and, you know, the stress of taking COVID home to their families. And then we have new nurses still coming in and, you know, new travelers. I do feel like there is still some lateral violence there, but not as much as... I feel like when I was coming up as a nurse. Can you talk a little bit about that? What were your experiences with maybe bullying when you were a younger nurse? Some of it was actually in the military. You know, I felt like people didn't trust me. They would always be talking behind my back. And what I have come to realize, well, and I'll say this too, coming from a military you know, surrounding into a civilian surrounding is quite different as well. I was very intimidated by, you know, the nurses who have been at the bedside for 30 years. And in the military, that's really not so. 
you know, you're at the bedside for maybe five years, and then you're usually moving on to management and education in different um, areas like that. So, you know, being intimidated by these nurses who have been there for 30 years and feeling like I wasn't good enough and I didn't want to tell anyone if I made a mistake, you know, you just feel really bad about yourself. But what I have come to realize is that a lot of that is just my perception and how I'm taking in those people, not necessarily that they're being mean on purpose, but just how I'm feeling about what they've said or not said about me. So kind of a lack of self-confidence on my end. And I'm sure that's common. I know it's common in, in nursing and especially new nurses coming out, having that lack of confidence. And we all have to get through that and gain confidence as we gain experience. So you're coming up on to be one of those nurses that's been in you know the ICU for decades. And do you think that you... Um, because of those experiences that you remember, how how are you with newer nurses or new people coming into the unit? Those experiences have definitely helped me to decide how I want to be as like a mentor because um, it's definitely a choice. So I do want those nurses to feel like they're like they're new. A lot of what we do is on the job training. You know, not everything is learned in a textbook. So making sure that they feel supported and if they do make a mistake that, you know, they shouldn't be criticized for it because we all make mistakes. We all have made mistakes. You know, the only good thing that comes out of a mistake is what you've learned from it. So helping them to realize that too and giving them having, with the, sorry, <laughs> with the new nurses, I feel like they need to learn how to give themselves more grace and not feel like they have to know everything right away. But it's a learning process. I'm still learning stuff too. I have a kind of a funny story. So it was actually just maybe two years ago that I had a patient that needed to get um, like a, a bucket enema. And I have never done that in my whole <laughs> nursing career. <laughs> and so I was going around asking like, how do I set this up? How do I do this? I've never had to do it. And so... I thought that was pretty interesting that something so simple really is that, that I didn't know how to do it because I've never done it before. So absolutely. We used to do those more commonly. And so did you have somebody help you that had done it before? I did. I talked with one of my coworkers and we laughed about it. And then you know, <laughs> she told me how she did it. And so I did the same thing. And it's funny what we think of as our core nursing things that we learn way back when. And that they're still coming up so many, so many years later that we have to remember those. Do you think the nurses are getting the training they need in nursing right now in school? I do. I wish I could be a fly on the wall sometimes just to see what they are teaching these days because it has been a long time. But I feel like they are getting what they need. And I know that some of our schools around here after talking with some of the new nurses, they're actually getting a little bit of, you know, influence and training about self-compassion and how to take care of yourself. And so I don't remember ever learning anything like that. So I think that's so important and really awesome that they're trying to incorporate that into nursing curriculum. That is great to hear. Yeah. And I think if they'd also add something on 
you know, conflict resolution and difficult conversations that we have to have because no one should be um, made to feel scared or embarrassed when they're at work. And so when you confront people that are making you feel like that, sometimes it can stop it in its, in its tracks. So I hope that they're getting that training too. Yeah, I do too. Or even having the insight themselves to want to learn that, you know, and do more, you know, professional development, self-development, because that's always an ongoing process as well. Do you have, when you do continuing education, do you see that there are things out there like that, that you can take? I do. Uh, That's actually how I started wanting to do coaching or how I realized I was burning out. I was doing a CE article. Gosh, it's probably been five five years now, seven years, five years. And it was all about burnout. And as I read through the article, I was able to say, oh my gosh, this is me. I am completely burning out. And I'm usually a pretty mild-mannered person. You know, don't get hot too much, (laughs) hot med. But I realized if I was burning out, then I know that other nurses were definitely burning out because you could already see it. They were snappy and difficult to work with. And so I just, I felt really bad. And I felt like I wanted to overcome that burnout. And then as I was going through my own development, I realized I wanted to help other nurses do that also. I didn't want them to have to do that alone. And what were some of the other um, symptoms that you experienced? So if people listening kind of know what to look for, you know, I dreaded going into work every day. There's actually one Friday particular in my work schedule. I was doing evening shift. And so on the way to work every Friday, because I knew what crew I was walking into, I would stop by Baskin Robbins and I would get myself a double scoop of mocha almond fudge ice cream <laughs> just to like buffer, you know, that and try to deal with what I was getting ready to work into, walk into. So definitely not wanting to go to work. Um, just having, like, just being apathetic about work or about your coworkers or about your patients. You know, we all get to that point a little bit where, you know, you kind of have to build up a little bit of a wall so you're not always so invested in each patient. But when you see that you don't really care about Um, your patients, your feelings, their feelings, you know, what's going on in that interaction. That's definitely a sign as well. I know a lot of people lose sleep and they stress about coming to work or they bring work home with them and they just have all this guilt and anxiety about what they didn't get accomplished during the day. Right. And I've read up on compassion fatigue and it's a real thing. And as nurses, we want to care for people. And when we get to that point, then of course we start feeling guilt and shame and then it can spiral from there. So tell us a little bit about your coaching. So like I said, I love helping nurses who are experiencing stress and overwhelm, and I want to be able to help them prevent and overcome burnout. It's horrible doing it alone, which I feel like is what I had to do. And I had to learn everything on my own on how to do this. And so I want to be able to coach and teach nurses how to how to do that. And what does your program look like? Do you do group coaching? Do you do one-on-one coaching? Currently, I have a founder's coaching program, which will include eight weeks. I'm sorry, 12 weeks of the program. 
So that's three one-on-one coaching sessions with me. And then also six group coaching sessions, which I find to be so helpful because not only do you get to hear from the coach, but which would be me, you also get to hear from the other people in the group and how they're being coached around things and you know, what kind of experiences that they're having. And so you really learn a lot from each other as well. You really get to build that team and that camaraderie and know that you're you're not alone in all the things that you're feeling and experiencing. And do you find sometimes it's easier to talk to people you don't know intimately or that you don't work with? Yes. Uh, I find as I talk to my coworkers, you know, a lot of them want to keep things kind of secret because they don't want other people to know that they're struggling, which I think is very common in our profession. You know, you don't want to look like you're weak or you're not able to handle stuff. So a lot of times people don't ask for help and, you know, they end up spiraling down and getting into a like a deep state of burnout where you want to leave the profession altogether. And with all the hard work we've done to get where we are, we don't want that to happen. No, we do not. And that's part of what this podcast is about. And I appreciate you sharing that so that people know it's normal to feel what we're feeling. Um, Nursing is very hard. It's very stressful. It's very rewarding, but it can take a real toll on people, both physically and emotionally. So I'm really glad you brought that up. So tell us where we can find you for your coaching business. You can find me um, on Facebook, my business name is Balanced Wellness 365. And that's also my website too, balancedwellness365.com. You'll also see me under Burnout Coaching in Facebook. And you can always connect with me on Messenger there, or I'm also on Instagram. Uh, my handle is at Balanced Wellness 365. I'd love to chat and I have, you know, a lot of like free tip sheets and things like that as well. Speaking of tips, what tips or advice do you have for the listeners today? I would say, and I mentioned this before, but I think it's just so important that as nurses, you know, when you're going through a shift where it's super stressful and overwhelming, I say one tip is to be able just to step away, even if you're at like the Pixis or the medication area, just take a few deep breaths for yourself and, you know, say a little mantra of, you know, I got this or um, I'll tell you mine is I'm doing the best I can with what I have just to give yourself grace and just kind of remember, like we're all in this together. You're not alone. Have fun. I mean, make it enjoy it. You know, you talked a little bit about dreading to go to work. Well, maybe it's time to just look at a different area in nursing, not to leave nursing, not to get to that point of being so burnt out. But if you truly dread going to work, maybe look to see what else you can do. There are so many options within nursing, which makes it an amazing profession to be in. There's a lot of things out there that you would never even imagine. Like nurse coaching, I had no idea that existed, but it does. And so um, it's fun. I love it. I'm learning about so many areas in nursing that I had never heard of. And I'm as I talk to more people and read more, it's amazing what we can do. And we don't have to do it in the hospital or the clinic or long-term care settings. There's, And not that I want people to leave those areas, but if you're truly feeling burnt out, maybe it's time for a change. Yeah, definitely. 
thank you for being here. I'm excited that you could come on and tell us your story. I hope people can find you. Uh, we'll put all of your links in the show notes so people know where to find you. And I really appreciate talking to you today. Yeah, thank you, Beth. It's been great being here. Thank you to Casey Lamp for coming on the show today. Casey and her colleagues are at the forefront of this fight against COVID and are feeling the strain of their jobs. Casey shared some great insight into how she manages the stress of the job and is now helping others to stay healthy and prevent burnout. Her tips include stepping away, taking a deep breath, and saying a mantra. Have fun and give yourself grace. When you have time, you can head on over to DonateYourYoung.com, which will take you to our membership page where you can subscribe to the show and become a member of our growing pool of listeners. A huge thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. And as always, be kind to your nurse. You will find